You're listening to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. If you have your Bibles, will you turn with me, please, to Acts chapter 4, verse 33, as we talk today about the New Testament portrait of the Church of Pentecost. If you came and, and you wanted to listen to a message about sugar and spice and everything nice, it's probably not the right sermon for you today. Today, I want to talk to those of you that are in church because I promised that God said when I started this uh, spiritual awareness broadcast that God had a, a, a spiritual awakening for the churches of today. And I think that this is the spiritual awakening or part of it is that we need to return to the churches of old. A church like Acts chapter 4 verse 33 it says, and with great power gave he the apostles witness of the resurrection. So I want you to turn your Bibles with me today, if you would, to Acts chapter 4, verse 33, as we talk about that, that power, that church of great power. Join me now. If you bow your heads, please. As we come before the Lord in prayer, Father, may we find the joy of the Lord, even in the midst of these trials and tribulations of this pestilence of the coronavirus. I believe that this virus, this pestilence, this plague has been sent here by the devil to divide and conquer. I believe that it is, is sent here to divide this world, divide these nations. You teach us what it means to see beyond our troubles, beyond our trials and our tribulations, knowing, Lord God, that you are with us. And even so, Lord, to see beyond the challenges of those around us and those that are facing these trials and tribulations. And Father God, we ask that you would intervene right now to be with those who are in need, desperate need, and to prompt us to participate with you as you care for your people. And most of all, to restore creation and to make all things new again. We pray that we would not be anxious that, Lord God, we would not be fearful, but, Lord, that you would, you would give us your peace and your tranquility. Lord, let us live differently in the midst of these trials so that the world might see you in us. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise Jesus. If you have your Bibles, again, please, please open them up to, to Acts chapter 4, verse 33. And read that with me one more time. And with great power, say power, power gave he the apostles witness of the resurrection. You know, my friends, Peter preached 
and 3,000 souls were converted the first day. Hallelujah. The church of the New Testament was, was, is, and always will be the church committed to evangelism. Like I said at the beginning, this particular message is one that I believe that the churches of the world need to hear again. It's, it's, a, it's a message that every church should make a new commitment to evangelism because the original church, the New Testament, again, was, is, and always will be a church committed to evangelism. And the point of the, the spiritual awareness broadcast is not to take away from churches, but on the contrary. On contrary, remember Jesus' own words, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting, exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. Now this world is now ready, I believe, to hear God's word. And in God's word, it is plainly written, he that wins the souls is wise. Hallelujah. The Bible also says, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his or her soul? Mark chapter 8, verse 36. And yes, I know I'm paraphrasing here. Whenever the Bible says man, it is talking about mankind. Listen, I'm not just talking about going to church. I'm talking about conversion. I'm talking about an experience. I'm talking about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Where Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of your life. Going to church no more that makes you a Christian than going out and sitting in your garage will make you a Cadillac. You must become a new creation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And many of the churches have forgotten about this. Many churches believe that it's, it's, just, it's just what we can get. It's how big can we make our church. How much gold, how much, uh, how much uh, can we expand? The New Testament church was a church of great power and of prayer. Hallelujah. And this is where we needed a church broadcast, a broadcast of great powerful prayer warriors praying for the salvation of the lost all around the world. Can you say amen? For the Bible says, and when they had prayed... Say this with me. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. I want you to hear this this morning. Prayerlessness is sin. Prayerlessness is sin. First Samuel chapter 12 verse 23 says, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. First Samuel chapter 12, 23. Read it for yourself. God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. Prayer is the only way to release the power of God in your life. It is the power of prayer spiritual awareness wishes to release upon the lives of the lost of the world through our prayer partners. Glory to God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? The power, when we begin to pray as one at our 11 o'clock prayer hour for the salvation, if the lost, 
and we learn to release that power of God through prayer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody asked me uh, the other day, says, Pastor, how does that work? Uh, you know, everybody's in a different time zone around the world. Imagine 11 o'clock, wherever you are in the world, in a different, different uh, time slot. That means their prayer going up to God uh, all hours of the day and night. Hallelujah. Prayers that are not prayed cannot be answered. Prayers and disobedience to God will never be heard. Prayer should be your first choice, not your last chance. Prayer is not sending God out to run your errands for you. My prayer, listen friends, my prayer for spiritual awareness and for Gospel of Faith Church and all other churches is that God will send us that old-time Holy Ghost power. Hallelujah. The power they had in the book of Acts. The power that will convict sin. The power that will set captive souls free. The power that will heal the brokenhearted. Praise God. The power to deliver the alcoholic, the drug addicted, those who are addicted to pornography. Power to heal minds that have been tormented in fear of tomorrow and the guilt of what seems for a thousand yesterdays. Power to take away the fear and the anxiety and the worry. Believe me, I'm a, I'm a PTSD vet. I know about nightmares. I know about the fears of reliving over and over and over and over again. Glory to God. Are you listening to me, veterans? God has an answer. You matter to God. Glory. Glory to his name. Acts chapter 5, verse 5 says, And great fear came upon all them that heard these things. Why? Because two church members, Ananias and Sapphira, were struck dead by God on their Wednesday night prayer service. Why? Because they pretended to be what they were not. They pretended to be more dedicated to God than they really were. Listen to me, church. They were playing church, and that's a dangerous game to play with God. And don't you know that that was a prayer meeting that they wouldn't soon forget? There was a Sunday school youth group. <laughs> and this group leader was speaking to his teenage class about Ananias and Sapphira. And he told the group, he said, God doesn't strike people dead for lying in these modern times. He said, if they did, where would I be? And one of the kids laughed and he, one kid said, if he did, our church would probably be empty. The point is this. The point is this, that God struck them dead because they, because they pretended to have a full dedication to him, and they didn't. If God did that in America today, the obituary column would be thicker than a phone book. There's no fear of God in the church today. In the book of Proverbs 1 and 7, it says, fear the Lord. Say that with me. Fear the Lord. Why? Because the soul that sinneth shall surely die. Say that with me. The soul that sinneth shall surely die. Why fear the Lord? Because the Bible says in Romans 6 and 23, the wages of sin is death. Say it with me. The wages of sin is death. Why fear the Lord? Because the same God who struck down Ananias and Sapphira on that Wednesday night prayer meeting is the same God that you and I will stand before on that judgment day. 
One person said to me, I don't like sermons on hell. Why don't you preach sermons on Jesus, the meek and the lowly? Well, because it was Jesus, the meek and the lowly, that told us about death, hell, and the grave. He's the one that taught it. Listen. If you live like hell, you're unassuredly going to end up there. Amen? Others say to me, I don't believe in hell. Well, that's too bad. It's still there. And you're still going. Unless you're covered in the blood of Jesus. You see, what you believe has absolutely no bearing on the truth of the reality. The world is round whether you believe it or not. Fire burns whether you choose to believe that or not. Poison kills whether you choose to believe that or not. And hell is real. Believe it. What should be the standard for the church in today's world? Now listen. I began this spiritual awareness broadcast because of a vision God gave me. And I said, what would you want me to do, Lord? He said, I'm going to tell you that there is a spiritual awakening coming to the churches of this world. And I'm going to deliver this awakening soon. And I believe that this coronavirus, this 19 virus, is just the beginning of the spiritual awakening God has for this world. Look at what's happening in the world since this virus broke out. Countries are going against countries. Things are beginning to pop in these end times. And it's all been predicted in the book of Daniel and in, and in the book of Revelations. Read it and, and, and look at what's going on. Now listen to me. I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about four walls when I'm talking about the church. What should the standard be for the churches in the new world? Again, I'm not talking about four walls and a steeple. I'm talking about people, not steeples, people. I'm talking about the body of Christ. The word of God says our standard should be this. First and foremost, uh, ye shall seek uh, first the kingdom of God. Say that with me. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We need to put God first in our lives. It says that all things... Will listen, listen, listen. All things will be added unto you. Praise God. Praise God, friends. I want to say that again. I want to kind of get back up just a little bit. The Word of God says our standard should be first and foremost, we need to seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all things will, listen, all things will be added unto you. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. God is first. God is absolutely first. I pray, O Father, let great and, all, and mighty power and your grace come upon our listeners today and may this broadcast see the salvation of the lost go out worldwide, bringing the good news of the living Christ to all in this dying world. I pray, Lord, let loose, let loose the power of prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Glory to God. 
Spiritual Awareness is a non-denominational ministry of prayer warriors who understand faithfulness is in prayer. That is why we set an 11 a.m. prayer time for everyone around the world, for whatever your time slot may be. In Revelations 2, chapter 10, it says, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. How will it be welcomed? How will we be welcomed when we get to heaven? Jesus said in Matthew 25, 21, You walk into the gates of glory, you will be welcomed with these words. He said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I, may, I will make you the ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Now Webster's Dictionary says that faithful is someone who is steadfast, loyal, and constant in his or her pursuit of God. Jesus is the bridegroom, and we as believers are the bride. We're going to heaven to an event called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to a wedding. And in the Holy Word of God, the Bible, it says Christ is coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle and most assuredly a faithful bride. People say to me all the time, I don't have to go to church. Okay, you don't have to go to church. Well, if you don't have to go to God's house, why, why should he come to your house? And yes, I can see, I can hear you right where you are in your living room right now saying to me, Pastor, God's not like that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he is. Jesus said, if you deny me, I will deny you before my father and his angels. Now, I learned one thing, one very important lesson while I was in the army, and many veterans will agree with me out there today. There are no atheists in a foxhole. Many who claim not to believe in God in those last few minutes seem to always call out the name of God. When you walk out of your house with your Bible in your hand and you're on your way to church, wherever that church, whether that mosque, wherever that synagogue may be, you become a witness to your neighbors for God. When you tell your family and your friends that you're a prayer war uh, warrior uh, and a prayer partner along with the other one, uh, hundreds of others joining the uh, Spiritual Awareness Ministries worldwide broadcast, you become a witness for God. Some people never go to an actual church except for their baptism, their marriage, and their funeral. Or, the way I like to put it, when they're hatched, matched, and dispatched. And if absence makes the heart grow fonder, imagine how many people must love their churches. Now, the body of Christ should have grace. Don't you think? The body of Christ should have grace. And I would pray as we come out of this Corona-19 virus, and we will, and we open our country back up, and we will, I would pray that we would have more love towards one another. You see, that's what we need. I remember, I remember going to Walmart, and, and you would smile, or you would say, good morning, and people just keep on walking. That's not grace. So what is grace? Grace is the unmerited favor of God. Grace is an ocean without a shoreline. Close your eyes and think about this a minute. 
Grace is an ocean without a shoreline. Grace is an ocean without end. You will never understand the goodness of God. You will never understand the nature of God until you first understand the grace of God. Listen. Grace will set you free. Free to love and to be happy as you begin to obey God's word in your life. And grace, grace will give you the ability to forgive those who have harmed you. And grace will give you the ability to forgive. Please listen to me here, right where you are, in your living room, your kitchen, in your garden, on the back porch, driving down the road, in your vehicle, listening to this broadcast. Listen to me here, please. Grace will give you the ability to forgive yourself. To forgive yourself for what you, you perceive as your failures in your life. As long as you can see through the deception of your mind is telling you that you can't do better, that the devil is placed up there in your mind, God's grace is going to let you try again and will. Say that with me. God's grace will give me the ability to succeed. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now. God's grace is going to give you the ability to succeed because you matter to God. God loves you and his grace will sustain you. Grace does not make everything right, but God's grace gives you a supernatural power to live with joy, to live with success when all around you is falling apart. You will have a smile upon your face. Because God loves you. And you know in your heart that you matter to God. Grace can give you a new song in your heart. And through God's incredible grace, He sent His only begotten Son to die on Calvary's cross. Listen. We are heirs of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I want you to know today that God's grace is greater than your sin. God's grace is greater than all your transgressions. And God's grace will give you that new song, a new beginning, a new creation in Christ Jesus will you be. And there's no limit to the endless grace of God. I wonder, can you give him praise right there in your living room today? Glory to God. Ain't nobody watching you except God. What we need today are prayer warriors. Prayer warriors filled to overflowing with the grace of God. Hallelujah. Now get it straight. The only church that Satan won't attack is a dead church. And if that church is at peace with the world, the flesh, and the devil, Satan don't want it. It is what Paul said, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof, and from such turn away. When God gave me the vision to start Spiritual Awareness Ministry broadcast, I was to spread the word that God was bringing a new spiritual awakening to the churches around the world. And this church of Jesus Christ needs to arise. Listen, the church all over the world needs to arise. Glory to God. It needs to arise with great power, power to save, power to heal, power to deliver from evil spirits, power to bring this country and the world back to God. Hallelujah. And it can start with you.
It can start with you, my friend. If you've never prayed, if you've never asked Jesus to come into your life, it's never too late. You matter to God. You don't need to. You don't need to be tortured by those demons anymore. And yep, I'm talking to you. You see, I suffered from those demons after Vietnam. Listen, you, you, you put it off long enough. This is that day. It doesn't have to be some great cathedral. It doesn't have to be a mega church that's calling thousands of people down to the altar with a, a band. You just need to bow your head. And you just say this simple prayer. Just join with me. I mean, we're talking everlasting salvation for your soul today. You see, you turned into this broadcast for a reason. Our Heavenly Father called you to listen in so that you might be saved. My friend, your past is your past. And that's why we call it your past. And once you've said this prayer, I want to tell you, once you've said this prayer with me, the blood of Jesus is going to cover you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And I want you to know that when God looks down, all he's going to see is the blood of his son covering you. And he won't see your sin. And my friend, you'll get a chance to start a brand new life. You can say to the devil, you don't own me no more. I've got a brand new life because I'm a brand new creation in Jesus Christ. Now, if you're ready, I want you to bow your head unless you're driving. Don't bow your head if you're driving that car. Put both hands on that wheel and just repeat this prayer after me. Wherever you are, living room, kitchen, outside, let's just say this prayer together and let's get you that brand new life with Jesus. Ready? Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn away from my sins and I ask for you to come into my life right now. I trust you and I want to follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, praise Jesus. Now, now that you've said that prayer, your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I encourage you to seek out the Bible-believing church in your area. 
and ask to be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And praise the Lord and welcome to the family of God. I want you to know, my friend, you matter to God and you matter to us here at Spiritual Awareness. So I want you to drop us a line or, or email us. Someone's going to give you that address here in a moment. And let us know how God is changing your life. And you can change that life. Be determined. Go out and make it a brand new life and a brand new day. And for the many, many that are listening, it's time to stand up for Jesus. Hallelujah. You mark my words. The forces of hell in these last days are going to grow stronger and stronger. And they're going to be coming to your neighborhood to rob, steal, and destroy. And my message today, if the devil wants to fight, let's make it a good one. Let's make it a good fight. Let's take up the sword of the word of God, praying always in the spirit. And let us charge the gates of hell, saying, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Listen, the victory is ours through Christ, our Lord. Can you shout amen today? My friends, we need to send this Corona-19 virus back to the pits of hell whence it came. And that takes powerful prayer, folks. The kind of prayer, Jesus said, that comes from fasting and prayer. <coughs> Excuse me. Many of you can't do fasting due to medications. But the ones that can, join me, please. On a one-day fast, on May 6th, from sunup till sundown, and let us join in prayer all over the world that God would give us a vaccine for this virus, if not, totally eradicate this virus from the world. Now, please do not come off your medication and please be sure to hydrate while fasting. And let's believe together God for this miracle. And also on May 6th, our You Matter to God series begins that Wednesday. It's Part, it's a four-part series, and you won't want to miss out. Because I think it's very important to hear this message, this four-part message. Because you all matter to God. All of us matter to God. Now, right where you are, let's bow our heads. And let us pray. Let us pray together. Father, we want to start by praying for our families. Each and every one of our families, Lord God. Just hold them up, Lord. And keep them safe. And we want to pray for our first responders and our nurses and our doctors. Just put that hedge of protection around them, Lord God, and keep them safe as well. This thing's not over, Lord. You know, the numbers are still up there. And all over the world, Lord God. Protect us here in our nation and around the world. And help us, Lord God. Help us to grow spiritual awareness in, in our prayer warriors, Lord. That this... this Praying for the lost, the salvation of the lost, would continue to grow and catch on around the world and heal the sick, Lord God. Heal them and comfort those who've, who've lost loved ones due to this virus, this pandemic, this plague. And cover us all, Lord God, with the blood of Jesus as we go forth. In Jesus' name. Now, in just a moment, I'm going to put on our own Judy Little to give us a message. Uh, for those that uh, 
will listen to, and, and, and she'll give us all the information we need as we go forth. Until next time, this is Pastor Davenport. Thank you for listening. And here's Judy Little. Hello, friends. This is Judy Little, board member of Gospel of Faith Church and the awareness, Spiritual Awareness Broadcast. I have some exciting news about our numbers. We are increasing ratings rapidly. That means our broadcast is being picked up around the world, spreading God's message of salvation. With your help, our mission to bring the good news of Jesus Christ is working. We have now upgraded for those of you that can check out our new website, www.spiritualawareness.net. That's www.spiritualawareness.net. Our new email is www.spiritualawareness777.com. That's www.spiritualawareness777.com. Now, many of you have written in and asked how you could help support this ministry. Can I pay my tithes or make offerings or even donate? Yes, you can. And your financial support, especially in this joint, especially in joining with us on this crusade to answer the calling of Jesus and to spread God's good news is certainly needed and appreciated. We need your help to spread the gospel worldwide. So if you enjoyed today's message, and there will be one each week, and you'd like to help keep us on the air, please support this ministry. You can make your taxable donations to Pastor Davenport's Ministries, backslash G-O-F-C, Post Office Box 11042, Fort Mojave, AZ86426. Again, Pastor Davenport Ministries, slash G-O-F-C, P.O. Box 11042, Fort Mojave, AZ86426. If you would rather go to the website to donate, it does say PayPal, but you can bypass the PayPal app. Fill in the credit or debit card information. Do not push the save button. Just go to the donate now and push it. It worked for me. Now, until next week, may the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you until he brings us all back again. Please stay safe and God bless.